Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Compassion and Courage, Conversations in Healthcare. I'm your host, Marcus Engel, and this is the podcast where I teach compassionate communication, provide perspective, and inspire resilience. Today, I am super excited because it's not just me today, but I have the hotness in the studio with me. Yay! Yay. Yay. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Good, good. Thank you for being with me today. I am so excited to be here. I love your podcast. Oh, you're sweet. You have to say that, though. Um, You are my wife. Yeah, but I am a subscriber, too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What was the old uh, Remington commercial? I I bought the company. It was Was an electric shaver, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. um, We're probably (laughs) both wrong. (laughs) Probably. And we want to thank you all for being with us today, too. Um, we have had such a, a resounding amount of support for the podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you who have shared the information, who have rated and reviewed the podcast or left uh, left comments. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, the life's blood of a podcast is the listenership and the listen- listener engagement. So thank you all so much for for engaging. And today, today I had a, I had a topic that I wanted to bring up with you and um, I'm going to ask you a question, but I actually already know the answer to it. Oh, then I have to be honest. I, I, well, I hope we're always honest, but nonetheless, here's my question for you. Do you like surprises? Um, I do like surprises if I, if, if I like what the surprise is and maybe if I know it's coming. <laughs> Which is the opposite of what a surprise is. So, nonetheless, and I'm kind of with you too, I'm not such a big fan of surprises, right? I learned this about you when we were first dating. And when, okay, I'll give you all the story here. When Margalene and I first started dating, I was still living in St. Louis. You were living in Orlando. And you came up to St. Louis and we attended a concert together. Yes, we did. <laughs> you're just this. now. I remember this. Now you're remembering the story. So I okay. took you to a concert. And I think it's safe to say that that prior to me taking you to this rock concert, you had not been a regular attendee at a lot of rock concerts. Is that correct? Definitely not this kind. Definitely not this guy. That's true. So I took Margaline to see a a cover band called El Monstero, who plays Pink Floyd music. They get together um, for several shows every year, usually at the end of the year, back in my hometown of St. Louis. And I always love going to these shows because they're kind of a tradition, but also because I love Pink Floyd. Well, this happened to be at a, a typical kind of club where where you play rock and roll shows. And we get there, and I remember uh, standing around before the show started, and you asked me a question. Do you remember your question? I do. What was your question? Where's our seat? Where is our seat? And, And I remember kind of giving you 
what you have now uh, deemed the infamous Marcus Engel WTF look, <laughs> where I look at you like, what do you mean? This is not a seated concert. You this have a ticket. When you have a ticket, that means you get a seat. You get a seat. <laughs> no, when you have a ticket to a rock and roll show, it often means that you just get in the door. <laughs> I don't think that's fair. I think if you pay money and you have a little number, that should match a seat, a chair, where you can sit down and enjoy the music. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the simple fact of the matter is, it's a rock and roll show. You got to go with the flow. And and I remember that was that was not a uh, that was not a pleasant experience for you because yeah. you're like I don't want to stand all night. How can I get a seat? And I was prepared to stand for two and a half hours of Pink Floyd cover music, uh, and you weren't. And I realized no. at that time, Marveline doesn't like surprises. Marveline wants to know what's coming down the pike, and and. I would have worn different shoes if I had known we were going to stand. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> Anytime that you've got to stand for hours and you're wearing your nine-inch stilettos or whatever is probably not the best scenario. But, but I think about that too. I don't especially like surprises because surprises sometimes in me cause some anxiety. Uh, if you right now said, uh, hey, Marcus, go pack your bags. Um and we're going to be gone for the next four days. I would have a slight freak out. Maybe not a major freak out, but I'd have a lot of questions because my life takes some extra preparation. So I would first say, okay, where are we going? And if you wouldn't tell me, I'd say, okay, is Elliot going? Am I taking Elliot? Um, there are some times that we go out of town that I don't necessarily want to take Elliot, but then I have to ensure that we have a really good doggy sitter and he has all of his supplies, et cetera, et cetera. If I am taking Elliot, I've got to make sure I've got four days worth of dog food packed. I've also got to make sure that I've got a dog bowl packed. Then I have to pack for me, right? <laughs> Which, um, I'm just like not super good with, uh, packing the right amount. Even after 20 years of travel, I'm still not very good with packing the right amount of clothing. I always overpack. My suitcases are heavy. I get charged extra because my suitcases are heavy. And that's because I like to prepare. So I take too much. So it wouldn't exactly be a yay kind of surprise if you immediately told me that we're leaving town for the weekend. But, but, I would love it when we got there. That's the surprise, right? I would love it when we got there, no matter where it is. If you took me to, you know, some out of the, off the beaten class, off the beaten path kind of place, I'd probably still love it because the thought that you would put into it. But when we have surprises that are sprung upon us, sometimes it can bring about a little bit of anxiety, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So that reminds me of a story that took place, oh, it's been a couple of years now since we've been in COVID. Um, it was on a Sunday morning. You may remember this story. It's a Sunday morning. We were going to church. And before we made it to church, we had to stop and um, stop and make sure we got our sacrament of holy coffee. And <laughs> while we were in the drive through line uh, at Starbucks, you're driving, of course. I'm riding shotgun in the front passenger seat. And where is Elliot? Elliot is where Elliot usually is in a car, which is on the floor 
between my feet. Up in the front passenger's wheel well, it's not a wheel well, is it? The foot area for the for the front passenger seat. Um, that is where Elliot sits. And typically he will curl up down on the floor and he's just happy down there. And so, um, so that day we pull up to the actual line where we get uh, the window where we're going to get our coffee. And the barista comes over, hi, you know, of course, Starbucks baristas are always happy. She's, hi, how are you guys doing this morning? Uh, here's your coffee. Here's your other coffee. And right about that time, Elliot pops his head up from off the floor and almost lunges towards these cups of coffee, sniffing them, saying, this smells good. Smells like that black bean coffee that I love. Actually, Elliot, if you drop coffee on the floor, Elliot will definitely lick it up. So, as soon as his big yellow Labrador furry head pops up from the floor, one of the baristas squeals. She's so excited. Oh, it's a puppy! And she goes into full puppy meltdown mode. And it's enough that enough another one of her baristas comes over, looks over her shoulder, sees Elliot, and she starts to fawn all over Elliot too. And what she said was, oh, I'm so glad. I was, ex I was hoping that I'd get a surprise at work today. I was hoping that I would get a surprise at work today. And just Elliot's head popping up from the floorboard, she got her surprise. So... For somebody like you and I who doesn't necessarily love being surprised, maybe we should change our tune on that. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should, maybe we should approach every day looking for a surprise, expecting a surprise that's going to be a good one, right? One that makes us smile, one that makes our heart happy, not one that makes us anxious and wondering if we have enough toothpaste and uh, if we've got enough shaving cream to take along on our on our weekend jaunt. So I, I just, I, I've thought about that story so much over the last few years and how instead of being so prescribed in our lives that we leave room for the unexpected. We leave room for surprises. We leave room for moments of, of wonder and awe. Oh, I remember that so well. Um, I, I remember her face and, and just her, uh, she was looking for the awe of every day and she was going to find it, whatever, yeah. whether, however tiny it was, even just to have a dog in her drive through And um, it can't be that rare to have a dog in your drive through really, these days, but it was, she was going to have a moment of awe and... Um, your life has to be better. Your day has to be better when you are determined to find that awe and wonder every day. Yeah, surprises. Surprises in those moments of adventure even, right? It yes. was unexpected. When we look for those little moments every day, well, guess what? Then we're having adventures every yes. day. And there is a, a element of... There's, there was recently a study that was done that talked about what does it take, what elements have to be in place for people to be happy and for people to achieve their maximum happiness. And one of the elements was people need adventure. They need to go on 
uh, a trip that they have never been on before. They need to do an experience that they've never had before. Um, they need to talk with people that they've never met before. This is the adventure that we get to do in life. And maybe instead of having our day so planned out that I get up at 6 a.m., I'm in the office by 7.30, I take a 30-minute lunch break at noon, I always go to the same sushi restaurant around the corner, uh, I come home at 5 o'clock in the evening, my kid has soccer practice, I go to soccer practice, we come home from soccer practice, we have dinner, we do homework until the kids go to bed at 9 o'clock and then I go to bed at 10.30, right? That's, that's how a lot of people's lives are. It, it's very segmented off and, and like I said, prescribed what you do every day. But if we do that, and we have to do that, right? Kids mm -hmm. got to get to soccer practice. Mm -hmm. Family has to eat, still have to make money. But what if we look for those little moments of surprise and unexpected joy every day? I bet, I bet, like that barista, if we look for it, we're going to find it. Yes. We're going to find it. And and we can't always go on a giant adventure every day or every month or every year, especially right now. But I bet we can work little adventures in. Yeah. Every day. That Who make can our I... brain, you make, know. Yeah. Yeah. It keeps us involved. It keeps us intrigued. It keeps us happy, right? Because we're having experiences that are outside of our daily norm. And so every day, I hope you will also adopt that mindset where you start looking at where are the surprises? Where are they? Oh, there's one. Oh, there's another surprise. I'm going to get another surprise this afternoon. When you walk around expecting surprises and those moments of joy, guess what? You're going to find them. You're going to find them. You're going to find them. We always say um, you attract what you respect right? Absolutely. So start attracting some surprises. Yeah. You attract what you respect. Uh, the idea of synergy, the idea of karma. Uh, if you're from the Christian faith, you can look at uh, Matthew and ask and you shall receive. It, it, it's a universal principle that when we start looking for something, we will find it. And that's if we're looking for happy, joyful surprises, or if we're looking for misery, if we're looking for resentment, we're looking for anger, We'll find it. You'll find it. You will find what you are looking for. So I, I just want to, I just want to encourage you to try to frame your days with surprises, with adventures, and hopefully with a little extra joy mixed in along the way. I'm down with that. Good. Thank Good. you for the joy and surprises you always bring along. I don't know if I'm always that, uh, that joyful, but I, I definitely try to stay open to the surprises that, that come into our lives every day. Well, so. you are an adventure. You're an adventure too. <laughs> so, all That's right. True. We want to thank you all so much for, for being with us for this episode of Compassion and Courage, Conversations in Healthcare. Again, this is the podcast where I teach compassionate communication, provide perspective, and inspire resilience. Thank you all again so much for rating, reviewing, subscribing, sharing, and also please, please go back to the first six episodes that were released, the seven tips or six tips, six tips, sorry. <laughs> 
can't remember how many tips I made. Six tips for self-care and resilience. Thank you all so much for being with us. Hotness, thank you for being with me. Thank you for having me. We'll see you guys next time on Compassion and Courage.